Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Tammy Sue and I am so thankful that you are here. I'm glad that you're tuning in and listening and I truly trust that you're here because God has connected us. May this podcast encourage you, strengthen you, and challenge you in some way so we can continue to grow together in our relationship with God. Um, I do encourage you to share this podcast if it touches your heart. That way people in your world, your circle, your family, your friends can also be challenged and encouraged. And together we can grow the kingdom. And that's what we're doing. We're sharing our stories to grow the kingdom. So last week we spoke about um, the importance of feeding our faith. This week I'm going to... talk a little bit about how can we do that. I'm going to share a little bit about what works for me and how I feed my faith. Last week, I I shared a a story about a situation that truly could have caught me off guard. It did catch me off guard for a moment or two, but it didn't take me long to realize that this was not my battle to fight that I needed to step aside and allow God to take care of it. And I can honestly say that God is taking care of it. It's not completely resolved yet, but I trust, I'm trusting God every day. And because of that, I know that um, he has everything under control. And one day I'm going to put this all together and be able to share this beautiful story of how Um, this situation will fall into place and be closer to all of us doing God's will for our lives. So I, today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I saturate my spirit, man, and how I feed my faith. The one way that I, probably the first way, the, the main way, I guess you would say that I feed my spirit, man, feed my faith is through prayer. Now, I know people are thinking, oh, prayer, but prayer is not, it does not have to be complicated. Prayer doesn't have to be a big fancy uh, ritual and it doesn't have to be in a certain position or posture. Prayer is an opportunity for us to spend quality time alone with God. And sometimes it can be as simple as Jesus, just speaking the name of Jesus. You know, with every relationship that we want to grow, we want to get to know, the number one thing to do is to communicate. We need to communicate with that new friend or that new boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, Even our spouses, we have to communicate and continue to grow with them. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is our avenue that we can use to continue to grow with our Heavenly Father. And spending the quiet time with Him is um is communicating it's making our needs known to him so we can grow closer to god it is how we can gain power and confidence and how we can stop the enemy in his track prayer helps develop us our relationship our our um our walk it helps develop how we respond to situations it helps develop us as people so like in let's go to the scripture and see what the bible says about prayer we're going to turn to john 
1515. And we're going to see what Jesus is saying to us as, as Christ's followers. He is saying that he no longer, he says, no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all that I have learned from my father. I have made known to you. That's pretty cool that Jesus wants to take the time to teach us what he has learned from his father. And he wants us to, to model him, to mimic his, his walk. We see in Mark chapter 14, verses 32 to 36, we see where Jesus was praying in the garden of Gethsemane. And it says, then they came to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took Peter, James, and John with him. And he began to be troubled and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death, stay here and watch. He went a little further and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible that this hour may pass from him. And he said, Abba Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup from me and never away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but for what you will. See, to me, that is one of the most important examples we can follow is praying that God will have his way, his will in our lives. Um, we don't, sometimes we feel that life should be a certain way, or this is how this should be, or this is how this should work. This is the timeline we should follow. In all reality, God knows everything. He sees the bigger picture and his way and his will is always better than ours. So um, to pray a prayer of saying, God, let your will be done in my life is a way to feed your faith because you are truly trusting that God is going to take care of you and that God is going to, um, he's looking out for you. He's looking out for your family, your resources. Um, and even in this troubling times, these unknown circumstances, these uncertain times, if we keep our eyes focused on our, our heavenly father and our faith, keep feeding our faith, then these uncertain times are not going to be so scary because we can have faith. The fact that God is going to take care of his children. He promises us to in Jeremiah 33, three, we read, um, I'm going to turn to it. We read where it says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things for which you do not know. And that is just telling us that we can ask God for wisdom and understanding because a lot of times we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring and we can ask God, God, help me understand the situation. Give me the wisdom to walk through this situation. Lord, I don't know how to handle it. 
can you handle the situation? One thing that I very, I pray a lot is, um, God, let your will be done. God, close doors that you want closed and open doors that you want open. Now, sometimes I stand in the doorway because I have had all the red flags that this door is supposed to close. And I stand in the doorway just because I'm too nice and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And sometimes God just slams that door right in my face. He has done that several times to me. But I can't question God for closing doors or slamming doors when I have asked him and I'm trusting him that the doors that he does open are going to be the doors that I, that are where he wants me to walk through. So no matter how many red flags I have seen or how many green lights I have seen, sometimes I just stand there saying, are you sure God? Are you sure God? Is this really what you want me to do? Because I don't want to hurt anybody. But see God, when he's behind it, he's already he's already provided the way he's already provided the next step. And I can, I am a firm believer that when he closes one door, the door that he opens is going to be better than the one he closed. And I mean that with relationships too. If you're in a relationship and it just doesn't feel right and you're seeing all the red flags and you're seeing that this is not where you're supposed to be, stop, look around. And sometimes you have to be the one to move. And you have to trust God that the relationship that he has for you, the person that he wants to bring into your life is going to be better for you than the person that you had to walk away from. Um, And I'm talking from experience on that one. So I pray that God's will will be done. I pray that he will open and close doors. I also pray that he will bring people into my life and he will take people out of my life. You know, I believe that people come into our life for a season and for a reason. And sometimes that season is really short. Sometimes that season is only um, a spring in South Carolina short. And sometimes it is as long as a Southern South Carolina summer. Um, What I mean by that is, you know, our spring times in South Carolina can sometimes go very quickly. Um, We can't complain about this year. We've had a beautiful uh, season this year, but sometimes people are in our lives for a, a long time. I have a childhood friend who is still in my life and we have literally walked through life together. And then I have people who have only been in my life a year or two. And I feel like what I've deposited into their life and what they've deposited into my life, it is time to go ahead and withdraw from that relationship and go ahead to the next place that God has placed us. And so some, some relationships, some people are only there for a season. And so we don't question God. So we just ask God, we trust him. Whenever you pray specific prayers like that, you have to trust what God knows what he's doing. So remember that prayer is a language that God understands. And when we pray, Sometimes God gives us a, a special prayer language and that prayer language is a language that only God understands. It's also known as speaking in tongues and we can go into a deeper study of that later, or you can talk to your pastor or Google it. Um, 
or study for yourself. But that special prayer, that special prayer language is just between you and God and you and your heavenly father. And it's a way to communicate with him and no one else understands. It is in a, a prayer language that um, God God has given to us as another faith, a stepping of faith, another building of your faith. Um, if you want to read more about that example to follow, you can find more about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Um, and that will give you a little bit of a general idea of what I'm, what I mean by that. So, um, my first step of saturating my spirit man and feeding my faith is prayer. And, um, I do believe you need to find time to do that in a daily time daily. I pray all day long. I pray for, um, before I get out of bed, I thank God for my, another day and to use me the way that he wants to use me. I have declarations all over my house that I pray. I have um, things that I ha- I say uh, to speak it because I believe that um, our faith is in our, our speaking. Our life and death is in our voice and, and things that we say. And so um, I have declarations that I have posted all over my prayer room, all over my bedroom doors, because I know that they build my faith and they help remind me that I'm connected to a bigger source. The next thing that really helps me is praise and worship. And I have a a playlist on Spotify. I also have um, my radio stations in my car, um, connected to the local radio state Christian stations to K love. Um, but some of the things, some of the, the, my favorite songs I go to, um, like for instance, Waymaker by Leland, that is one of my favorite songs. Um, and I like the live video. You can, um, you can add that to your playlist, but there is something about being around uh, surrounded by other people that are in the presence of the Lord. And I, if every time I play that, uh, it doesn't matter if I'm in my car or in my home, I, I just feel that I connect with that song because God is my way maker and he is my promise keeper. He is the light in my darkness. And so that song is a really good song. Another song that I absolutely love is uh, Surrounded, and that's by Michael W. Smith, and that is just a great song to be reminding each one of us that we are surrounded by something bigger. It may look like something else, but I'm surrounded, and it's just a wonderful anthem to sing and something to saturate your spirit, man. Another one, it's kind of like my war song, is Hear the Roar. And it's by Judy Jacobs. And she also sings a song, um, Days of Elijah. And man, those two songs together get me going. They get me excited. They get me ready to face my day. Um, I also like uh, Elevation uh, Worship. They have a couple songs like um, The Blessing. That is a wonderful song. You should listen to it. Uh, Do It Again is another one of their songs. And then um, I have some friends who have music that I listen to. Uh, a young man named Paul McRae 
I um, knew him when he was a teenager and he has an album says Humble Beginnings and I connect with that just because I knew where that young man started from and the words just feed my heart, feed my soul and um, his purity of his music. And then um, there is a, another album that my daughter loves. It's from Nanda Rainwater and it's Lift You All Over and um, lift you overall. And it talks about just lifting God up and our praise to him. And my daughter plays that all the time. And so, you know, that's encouraging to know that not only does worship feed my soul, it feeds hers too. And it feeds her her, uh, spirit man. Um, And then there's times when I love praise and worship, but there's times I love the old hymns and, um, you know, they remind me of my childhood and they connect me with a time in my life where I was, um, secure and, and just, um, protected and just a wonderful time in my life. And amazing grace is one of those and one day at a time and, um, how great thou art. Um, just to, that's just a couple of them that come to my mind right away. And I can pretty much, I know those by heart, you know, they have been etched in my memory, etched in my heart for a very long time. So there are just a couple ways, a couple songs that I enjoy, but I encourage you to go into your, um, platform that you listen to music on and, and find the kind of Christian music that you that you enjoy and make a playlist. And I encourage you to feed that spirit man of yours instead of always feeding the fleshly man. Because um, this is just one thing that happens, to, happens for me. Now, I'm not going to say that when I drive and when I travel, I listen to other music. I do. I, I enjoy some good old um, music from my country music from my childhood too. So, um, but when you, uh, feed your spirit man with worship music and praise, and it just takes you to a deeper level in your faith, at least it does for me. And I really hope it does for you. Um, one of the next things I do is I listen to preachers, um, and other spirit filled, uh, people. Now you can't trust everyone you that's you just can't you have to ask God to give you discernment and you something's right or something's wrong you'll know like I can in pretty close almost immediately um tell if it somebody is gonna be a good fit for me so you'll have to find the ones that are a good fit for you but some of the ones that I like to listen to, and I listen to them on their um, their YouTube videos. I, um, I a lot of them have podcasts, and I also um, listen to them when I go to sleep at night. I put my earbuds in. Um, my U version app on my Bible app will read to me. Uh, you can go to YouTube, and there is a great resource called abide and they have all kinds of different um readings that they'll read to you to help you fall asleep 
and it truly does make a difference in my life. And um, some of the ones that I like to listen to, and I listen to these mainly when I'm doing my Bible studies or when I just want to really be fed um, and not so much at nighttime because a lot of times these guys are, you know, really teaching me. And so my brain goes into learning mode and not relaxation mode. So these are the ones that I, I will go back and listen to if I like say that I, I am struggling with something and um, I'll Google um, that like, uh, let me say um, uh, something like uh, say you want to find scriptures or you want to learn about um, how to choose your battles. I just, I just um, listened to a podcast the other day about this battle wasn't mine. I didn't choose it. And it really hit, hit me where I was at because that's what I was going through. But um, Joyce Myers is one of my favorites. Priscilla Shire is another one. I love Perry Stone. When I really want to get into prophecy and revelation and end time learning, I love to listen to Perry Stone. I know him personally. He was a really good friend of my pastor when I was in youth group. And so um, he's a personal friend of my family, my, my dad and my brother. Um, so it's always nice to listen to him and see where he's coming from during uh, times of uncertainty. And I also like Beth Moore. I like the way that she breaks down scriptures and makes it easy to understand. And so they are probably my some of my top ones I listen to. Um, I also enjoy reading a lot of Joyce Meyer books. And I also read a lot of real top Kim books. And um, so they are one of my favorite Joyce Meyer books is The Battlefield of the Mind. And uh, I don't care where you're at in your journey. We all have to constantly fight that battle that of our thoughts and, and, and that happens in our mind every day. And so The Battlefield of the Mind is on her. You can find that. You can, you can just Google that resource everywhere. And, um, uh, that is a great book to keep, keep nearby. And they also have a study guide. I just ordered the study guide. So I'm looking forward to getting into that book even deeper than I have already. And, um, another thing I do is, and now I know that people are going to say, well, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. I agree. You don't, but I will tell you that, um, being a part of a local a group of people who are all the same mind, the faith-minded people, um, makes a huge difference in my life. I love my local church family. Um, we, When we moved to South Carolina, one of the most important things for me to do was to find a local church family because I knew I, need, I was going to need help raising my children. And, um, so I have been with this church family for a very long time. My children grew up with most of these, um, these people and, you know, we've got aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters, and there's an absolutely no blood whatsoever related, but we are related in the family of God. And so I attend, um, a Bible believing church. My pastor is spirit filled. The services are spirit led. 
Um, you can find us. Uh, my church is called Dominion Church, and we're in Darlington, South Carolina. We have online um, services, and um, I encourage you to to check him out, my pastor out, our church services out. Um, and if you're in our area and you would like to join us, feel free to stop in and visit us and, and see what our church is about. Um, and like I said, it's not the building. It's about the family and it's about those connections you have with those people and knowing that you all want to grow closer to God together. So, um, no, you don't have to attend a church to be a believer. I'm just saying it sure does help and it sure does feed my faith when you connect together. I also have spiritual mentors. My parents are still alive and doing well and um, they play a big part in my spiritual walk. I have a, um, an older woman that um, I call almost every day and man, does she give it to me as blunt as can be, but she keeps me straight in their path. She does. She, and I know she's praying for me. I know that she encourages me to continue to step out and do what God wants me to do. And so, but she'll tell me, Tammy, that's not the way you're supposed to do that. Tammy, you need to pray about this. Tammy, are you sure this way you want to go? And so she also um, corrects me. And um, another uh, another thing that I am involved in and I belong to is I am a part of RTK Inner Circle. And that is a mentorship program of Real Talk Kim. She is a pastor from Atlanta, Georgia. And she has really helped me. I found her a few years ago, but since quarantine, I feel like she has um, deposited in my life on a daily basis. And um, she is one that truly has helped me realize that God wasn't finished with me yet and that God wants me to continue to do what he has called me to do. So um, remember that it is important for you to find those people in your life. Um, it's important for you to find mentors. It's important for you to find local churches a local church. It's important for you to find um, your music that touches your heart. And it's it's important for you to have that quiet time and that one-on-one -on -one time with God. These are just ways that help me. I'm also a big person. Nature talks to me. I can sit by the ocean and my and not say a word and feel like a brand new person when I leave. I can go to the mountains, I can hear birds sing, and I can take a walk on a trail. Uh, and I just, I know that my Heavenly Father loves me so much because of the way that He has created all of this beauty around us. So nature feeds me. So you need to find what works for you. This is just what helps me, helps me get to the next chapter, the next station, the next calling that God has for me. And I want you to get there too. I want you to understand that a strong faith is necessary right now, especially in these uncertain times. Times can be scary and the, the media can scare us. Um, we don't know who to trust and who to believe. Um, one thing we can do is we can pray and ask God to give us wisdom and discernment and um, 
and be careful not to listen uh, to things that make us upset. And I'm not saying run and hide. I'm not, I believe we need to, we need to see what's coming, but I'm also saying that we need to have wisdom and discernment and you can get those things by feeding your faith. And when you feed your faith, you will have those stronger connections and you will be able to unlock many blessings and promises. I promise you that when you uh, have a close relationship with God and you know his voice, that he will talk to you and he will guide you and he will lead you. That's what the Holy Spirit's about. And so one of the things that I pray is that, Lord, let the Holy Spirit guide me, lead me, uh, protect me and convict me today. And I pray that over my children as well. And my husband, my family members, I also pray that God will make himself real to me and God will make him real to people that I'm connected to. So that's just a few ways that I, um, I feed my faith and I'm encouraging you to feed your faith this week. Enjoy your alone time with God, saturate your spirit, man, and know that, know that, know and know that you are loved and God loves you. And he has a desire to know you and he has a purpose for you to fulfill. And I encourage you to feed your faith and find that purpose and do all that you can and make today a great day. I'll catch you later. Have a great week. I would like to take this time to just say a prayer for all of us. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this words that you have given to me today. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the recipe that I use to feed my faith. But Lord, I am asking you to touch every listener's heart, and I'm asking you to encourage them to find the recipe that they need to feed their faith. I am trusting that you are going to touch their hearts and challenge them, that they can grow stronger with you. Lord, go before us this week. Keep us all safe. Protect us, lead us, guide us, Lord Jesus, and convict us. Help us on our walk with you. Let us grow stronger with you. And Lord, I'm asking blessings beyond measure. Lord, that we will have more than enough to do what you have asked us to do. Lord, that we will be able to be a blessing to others. And so, Lord, I just thank you for helping us listen to your voice and be obedient to what you've called us to do. Be with each one of the listeners today. Be with everyone that's connected to us and our families. And Lord, just go before us. Use us for your glory and help us grow into a beautiful relationship with you. In your precious name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I would love to hear from you this week. I would love to, for you to connect with me through Facebook. You can find me on Healing From Within, or you can email me at healingfromwithintogether at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you as we together walk on this journey of a closer relationship with God as we begin to heal from within. Have a great week. I'll see you next week.